Igniting Hope Ministries welcomes you. Prepare yourself to listen to a message that will spark hope and renew your mind. Hi, Steve Backlund here from Igniting Hope Ministries. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. The title of today's teaching is Five Reasons to Rejoice Today. You know, the Apostle Paul wrote the book of Philippians. One of the words that describes the book of Philippians is the word joy. Now, he wrote this from prison. And he says in Philippians 4.4, he says, Rejoice in the Lord always. And again, I say rejoice. Now, basically, rejoy, stir it up, intentionally choose joy. Now, I love truth joy. I love Holy Spirit joy. Now, truth joy comes from Romans 15.13, where it says, Now may the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing. The moment we believe truth is the moment we get filled by the God of hope and all joy and peace come with hope. Wherever there's true, true joy, all joy and peace come as well. And so we, the, the truth of that verse is that increasing hope with hope's friends, all joy and peace, increasing hope happens in believing. So increasing hope is the evidence that we're actually renewing our mind with truth instead of lies. That we're actually moving from mental assent to truth. So I love, I love truth joy. I like Holy Spirit joy. Holy Spirit joy is when we have an, just a, a boom. Just God's Spirit shows up, touches people. I've been in meetings where we weren't planning on, on having a joy outbreak, but we had a joy outbreak. You know, I was just one recent, in one recently in Minnesota where it just a meeting, it just, I mean, I could hardly function. I was laughing. Others were at, at such a, a level. It was, a, it was marvelous. Holy Spirit joy. We need more of that. But this, kind, this is kind of a third type of joy, which is rejoicing. Not truth joy, not Holy Spirit joy, but tr- but rejoy, where it's a decision. No, right now, I'm going to rejoice. Right now, I'm going to stir it up. Right now, I'm going to choose joy, no matter what I feel, no matter what it what it looks like. And, you know, Paul, he wrote this, and he, he wrote it in jail again, and he says, rejoice, rejoy in the Lord. It's not positive thinking. I'm not into positive thinking. I'm into biblical optimism. And so we're rejoicing, rejoying, stirring up joy in the Lord, in, in his goodness, in his character, in his promises, in his benefits. And then it says always. It says, you know, that's, that's the goal. It's not sometimes, but it says always. And so he really sets the bar high, <laughs> you know, as far as uh, rejoicing in the Lord always. And I have five reasons why you can rejoice in the Lord today. And you can rejoice today. Now, obviously, if we're commanded to rejoice in the Lord always, one thing that gets me excited with that is the fact that God's never going to command us to do something that he doesn't give us grace to do. So there's some, there's, there's grace available. And so we, Father, we just receive that right now. For the person who's listening, thank you for grace to do this. So five reasons to rejoice today. Number one 
it shifts the atmosphere around us. You know, we're called to be thermostats, not thermometers. We're called to set temperatures, not reflect temperatures. And, and rejoicing and celebrating in him. I think about David in 2 Samuel 6. He, he was rejoicing and dancing wildly and his wife Michael was offended and and rebuked him. And David says, I will become even more undignified than this. He says, I'm going to celebrate and I'm going to rejoice even more than this. Wow. He shifted atmospheres around him. And, and you look at Paul again in Acts 16. He's in prison or jail with Silas. And at midnight, they were singing hymns. And I'm sure he was applying this principle of rejoicing. And it, it caused an earthquake and caused chains to fall off people, a jailer and his whole household get saved as a result. Now, so just, just stirring it up, just saying, you thank you, Lord, just rejoicing in him, just, just, wow, just celebrating, celebrating all of, of what God has done for us, celebrating him. So that's number one, it shifts the atmosphere around us. Number two, it activates God's promises. It says in 2 Corinthians 1.4, it says that we've been given exceedingly great and precious promises that through these we might participate in the divine nature and escape the corruption that's in the world through lust. But the main thing I want to say is participate in the divine nature through his promises. Now, when we start just specifically rejoicing in his promises, rejoicing and celebrating and because once you actually enter into rejoicing and celebration, it, 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 it's a stirring up. It's an intentional stirring up of our emotions to actually engage at an emotional level. Wow, thank you, Lord. You're meeting all of my needs according to your riches and glory. Thank you. These are all in Philippians too, man. I mean, the book of joy. That's Philippians 4.19. Uh, Philippians 4.13, I can do all things. I just celebrate. I rejoice that I can do all things. I rejoice that, that I, I, I can be a person of good decision making. I rejoice that, that I can be the protected one, that I am. I can do that. I can walk in protection. I can walk in power. I can walk in healthy emotions. I can walk in, and, and thank you, Lord. Philippians 1.6, you're You've begun a good work in me. You're going to complete it. I rejoice in your completing power. I rejoice. That, I thank you that it's not my power. It's not by my might nor by my power, but it's by your spirit you're doing it, that good work that you've started in me. So that's a second reason to rejoice today. It activates God's promises. Thirdly, it opens our eyes to what we have when we start rejoicing. Rejoicing is really linked to thanksgiving. And wow, we understand and certainly we, we don't have the benefits that maybe other people do or other people do around us or the level of blessing. And But here's the thing. We're more blessed than most of the people in the whole world. Where you're at right now with your situation, your current environment, even your even the problems you have, man, they're the 80% of the people in the world would, would, would love to trade places with you, exchange their problems for your problems. <laughs> so we rejoice as we rejoice and we just say, wow, we celebrate what we have. Thank you, Lord. Thank you that, that, that I have a roof over my head. Thank you that, 
I, I have friends. Thank you that uh, I'm in a country of freedom. Thank you, Lord. That's number three. It opens our eyes to what we have. Number four, it helps us focus on the eternal, long-term. Wow. I mean, really, I mean, Paul, one of the reasons Paul could rejoice in the Lord because he was not just looking at this life, this life's blessings as the only source for his um, happiness, if you want to say it that way. But he, he realized, wow, he has eternal life. And you know, those who, of you who have received Jesus and have been born again according to John 3, 3 and John 3, 16 says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son that those who believeth, whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. You know, we rejoice in, in eternal life. And, 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 you know, sometimes we'll become so focused on the blessings here. And I realize that there, there, there's been seasons where the church is just look for an escape route, you know, and just wanted to escape out and, and, and actually not access on earth as it is in heaven and not advance that. I realize we're in a season where we're advancing that, but let's not forget about the gloriousness of eternal life. Wow, Whew. that is so wonderful. And then number five, uh, reason to rejoice today, it is our strength. Wow, you know, I say it all the time. I say it at the end of, Every one of these podcasts, I, I say, remember this, the joy of the Lord is your strength. I don't need joy at the end of the battle. I need joy in the middle of the battle. And there's no convenient season for us to walk in joy. For most pretty much everybody listening today, today's not a good day to walk in radical joy. And I'll tell you this, when we, when we rejoice, we stir it up, we just activate that and, and the joy of the Lord. And again, my my favorite definition of joy that I have, that, that, that I wrote, is this, that joy is the childlike wonder and excitement of working with God instead of for God. And so when we, when, we, when we rejoice, I rejoice in you. I celebrate you, Father. I celebrate your goodness. I celebrate your, your promises. I celebrate the eternal life. It, it, it creates strength in us. Wow. So five reasons to rejoice today. It shifts the atmosphere around us. It activates God's promises. It opens our eyes to what we have. It helps us focus on the eternal. And it is our strength. Hey, let's rejoice today. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. Steve Backlin here from Igniting Hope Ministries. You can find us on Instagram. You can find Igniting Hope on Facebook. I do a 60-second video hope injection on Igniting Hope Instagram, Igniting Hope Facebook that I believe will also bless you. Hey, remember also this. There's no hopeless circumstances. There are only hopeless people. Once people get true hope, circumstances cannot stay the same. Hope is an unstoppable force. If something's going to change, somebody's hoping. Somebody's becoming unreasonably optimistic. Our hope level determines our influence level, and he was the most hope, has the most influence. Thank you so much for listening today to this podcast. We look forward to having you with us again on another podcast from Igniting Hope Ministry. 
We hope that you have been blessed by this message. For more resources, you can visit our website at ignitinghope.com.